in bed and just stay there, trapped in my own home. Yep. Or I would just like sleepwalk and fall off the edge. That's true. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Arden Rose. And I'm Will Dobbshit. And you're listening to Crash on on My Couch. Which is our one-stop pit stop of the internet. Of all the interesting things that you would like to hear about. Ain't that right, Willie D? That is right. On this week's Crash on My Couch... An asshole goes to jail, which is good. We learn about a crazy, wacky ninja house. Mm-hmm. And we find out what birth month you have might determine what allergies you will have in your future. All this week on Crash, Crash on, on My, my Couch. couch. Thanks to HelloFresh.com for supporting Crash on My Couch. You can receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code CRASH30. That's C-R-A-S-H-3-0. Remember, go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code CRASH30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Ready, set, podcast. Let's go, baby girl. Welcome to Crash on My Couch. Hello. Um, welcome back, Skrillium. You've had a busy day today. Yeah, I have. He's been running around like crazy, like a chicken with his head cut off. So thank you for taking the time to come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to today? Uh, I have auditions uh, for the short film. Which Are you auditioning? Wow. We're that's, shooting. That's cool. I didn't know you were an actor. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, yeah. I'm the one acting. I would rather kill myself than be in front of the camera. Um, As we know from your wildly popular YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's... Uh, it was good. We saw a lot of people. A lot of really good people. Um, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, tired now. Like, there's a lot of talking and listening. No. And, and then you have more talking to do because we're about to talk for 45 minutes. I know. <laughs> But the good thing is, I set you up for success. I have a sweet little yeah. notepad here. Arden's going to like be basically telling me these topics these week. Yes, I'm his spirit guide this week, yes. which I don't think any of you will mind very much. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm excited for this. Also, this week we uh, are going to have a video up on my channel. No, baby. <laughs> of us exploring Reddit. Um, so if you've been looking for a fix, uh, uh, of seeing Will on the internet, he will actually be on my channel this week. And obviously I will also be on my channel this week. So. Very good. Yeah, just Perfect. I'd, just thought I'd throw that out there. If you're one of those people that's like, I listen to the podcast, but not the YouTube channel, which I don't think there are many people that are like that. But if you're like that, now you know. Now you know. We're doing like a deep dive of Reddit on my channel. And it sort of sounds like the podcast in a weird way. Just more laughing. I realize there's so many, so many shots of me silently laughing out of frame. Like going like this. <laughs> and then you just like, hide behind the computer laughing. Yeah, and then that's I hide great. behind the computer laughing. So that's good. Um, but uh, let's do some more laughing behind the computer. Yeah, cute fill picture. me in. What's our first topic? Ooh, so first up we have... Weekly. Idiot. Weekly. Idiot. Weekly. Idiot. It's the Weekly Idiot. Yeah, it is. predicted that sometimes we look at each other when we like you know say a topic and i think you just assumed that who i'm talking about next is a weekly idiot yes and you are correct sir um this week we're going to talk about uh how do you say his last name martin screlly yeah scrotum martin scrotum 
Shrek Ellie. Mm, don't soil Shrek's name like that. <laughs> His name is Martin Scrotum. Thank you very much. Uh, so he's well known for hiking up uh, AIDS medication prices by 5,000%. Right. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and he's also been like nicknamed the meme Pharma Bro. So uh, yeah, he's just an ass. He's He was a guy who... Also was convicted on three counts of security fraud. Good. He sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, in August. And he faces up to 20 years in prison. Yeah, I know of him because he sporadically just said really hor- like horrible things online and stuff. Yeah, he's just He horrible. was also the guy that's like bought the Wu-Tang album for, um, how much was it? It was like a few hundred thousand dollars or something. Uh-huh. And then was like being a little bitch about it. And was like, mm, it's mine. It's not yours. Mine. Yeah, he's just an ass. He's, like, known for being an ass. And also, like, in my head, he exemplifies the problem with high-up CEOs being sociopaths. Yeah. Because he's absolutely a sociopath. He was willing to, like, squeeze people for money on medications that were, like, very necessary. Was he the same guy that did the EpiPen stuff? It wouldn't surprise me. Epinephrine? I don't actually know if it was him, so I don't want to, like, put that on him as well. Although, (laughs) trust me, he has more than enough bad things on his record. Um, But, really funny moment. He tried to pay pay bail um, so that he could get out of prison and at least, like, live his life at home uh, for a little while while he's waiting um, charges against him. Yeah. And he was revoked. His bail was revoked because he offered to pay $5,000... For a strand of Hillary Clinton's hair, including the follicle. That was a very important part on his Facebook page. Wait, so what? Okay. He solicited Hillary Clinton for her hair and her hair follicle. And so the judge decided that he wasn't taking his case seriously enough. Like he was having too much fun on the internet. And revoked his bail and sent him back to jail. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. Yep. Wait, so he was talking to Hillary Clinton or like a person that had her hair? No, he was just, he literally wrote on his Facebook page, he was, like, offering to, if anybody had Hillary Clinton's hair and a follicle of that hair. I think he, like, specifically solicited Hillary Clinton, like, hey, Hillary Clinton, can I have some of your hair and the hair follicle? Why? Because he's a fucking crazy person. Well, he must have, there must be a reason why he wanted it. Because he's gross. Of all things you could request, you know, like, Hillary's, you know, Hillary's fine, but, like, what about, like, uh... Donald Trump's hair. I mean, that would... Yeah. I don't want to clone Donald Trump, but at the same time, I don't really want to clone What about Clinton Beyonce's either. hair? Yeah, I want to clone Beyonce. Beyonce's hair. Beyonce's hair. Beyonce. Beyonce. That's her new name. Beyonce. Um, but the funny thing is that his lawyers then came forward and were like, it was a joke. He says ridiculous things all the time. Uh, his defense attorney even acknowledged that the ex-CEO says things that are stupid. He said that of his client, of Martin. He said... Yeah, but you can't really blame him because he says things that are stupid. But his bail is still rejected. <laughs> That's karma for you. I know. Karma, 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 really. The judge must be, oh man, to see that guy's face, he must be so annoyed. Wasn't he dubbed as one of the most punchable faces on the internet? I think he was. I think I actually remember reading that. I remember that being a thing on Reddit for a little while, and I wholeheartedly agree. He is so punchable. Like, look at his dumbass I know. He kind of looks like Voldemort. He literally is Voldemort in human form. Yeah. He looks like a snake. Oh, he's so snivelly. I really can't stand him. But it's just really funny because that's literally me. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Honestly, get wrecked. Get wrecked. Sometimes in the world, I feel like everything is so um, unequal. Unfair. Unfair. Disbalanced. 
None of these words sound like combinations that are right in my brain. Unbalanced. Unbalanced and unequal. Unfair. 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 Sure, sure. I don't know. God, my brain. Uh, (laughs) Either way, sometimes I feel like no one gets the the karmic justice that they deserve. Yes. And yet, then, every now and then... Then snake-faced Martin Shkreli gets wrecked. Martin Scrotum gets wrecked. And, <laughs> and it feels so much better. I mean, I, like, I I have turned into that person that's like, no CEO is a good CEO. Like, yeah. I'm one of those people that thinks that every CEO is a sociopath, and they're, like, just running us down a hill of capitalism that's going to end in our destruction, ultimately. I mean, that's who I am. Um, but... I'm glad to see that someone got some justice. Fuck you, Martin. You're going to jail. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> Boom, baby. He is not going to survive long in jail. Like, have you thought about it? He must have to be kept separately. Yeah, he's probably like... Like a special prison. Because he's so wealthy, he's probably in like a, 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 a non-prison, a billionaire's prison. Prison. I wonder what a billionaire's the, the prison looks prison. like. There's got to be one. I don't think that's a thing, though. I think it probably is. I don't... Because what happens when celebrities go to prison and stuff? They get held in, like, separate confinement, though, don't they? Like, Paris Hilton and stuff, like, Lindsay Yeah, Lohan. but they still get put in a little jail cell. They just get let out really early. Yeah, but, like, in my mind, like, they have, like, a TV and all that other stuff, don't they? Oh, yeah, probably. Let me see. Where do celebrities go to jail? The other suggestion on Google is where do celebrities go to Jamaica? But, no, jail. That's true. Where do they go? Let's see. Inmates are allowed out of their cells from 8 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. There's a day room and a multi-purpose room, a small gym, plenty of windows, balanced, hot, varied, dietitian approved inmate meals, according to jail's detailed website. And that's where Charlie Sheen went to prison. Interesting. So so maybe. um, And this is in Pitkin County in Aspen, Colorado. Interesting. So, I mean... Maybe that's where celebrities go to jail. I don't know if that's where this guy would go to jail. I have a question. This is probably a really stupid question. When you um, do a crime and you do a crime in a specific state, do you go to prison in that state or can you go to prison in another state? I actually don't know. Because I wonder if there's like one prison, like which is the go-to celebrity prison. Like it's like, oh, honey, you have to check it out. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. the meals delicious. Like JD Oliver comes and cooks for us every yeah, night. Everyone's in dressing gowns, like bathrobes. Oh my god, it's basically a spa. It, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. In a state, do you go to prison in the same state? Let's find out. Uh, if someone gets arrested and goes to prison in a state where the crime was illegal, then becomes legal. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> that's not. What I, I don't think you're gonna find a conclusive answer on that really quickly. No, I don't think so either. You know what though? I think it's one of those things. Like, okay, so if you're traveling through, let's wild example. You're traveling through Arkansas. Cool. My hometown. Holla back, y'all. Um, and <laughs> Razorback, y'all. Uh, anyways, moving on. So you're traveling through Arkansas, but you have a shit ton of weed with you. Yeah. But weed is legal in California. It's legal in a lot of other places. Sure. I don't even know. Is it legal in Arkansas now? No, it's not. Medicinally, it's probably legal. Maybe medicinally. But you don't have a medical card. Whoopsies. Okay. So... We're um, just saying it's not legal. It's not legal. Okay. But you would go to prison in Arkansas for that then, wouldn't you? Because if yeah. you got caught with it, you would go to... Because they wouldn't send you back to... Like, if I lived in California, they wouldn't send you back to California. I mean, they probably wouldn't send you to prison anyway, but like, if you killed a person... But that's illegal everywhere. I'm trying to give, like, a good example of this. But no, yeah, I guess... I think it's whatever state you're in, you go to that jail. 
I would assume. And then you can ask to be moved, I think. Like, you have to... And Orange is the new black, though. They move around lo- loads. But that's because they, they're not... They, so she gets put into prison, and then they move her because of, like, the special intensive yeah. thing. Yeah. And then they move her to the other big prison somewhere else. Yeah. So they're moving around from state to state. Yeah. But that's just relocation There's, problems. like, some prison in Palm Springs that people just... Hang out in. Just hang out. Yeah. It's the place to go to. I want to go to Paris. It's called The Prison. The Prison. And it's got really nice design. Um, like it's like a big like um, neon sign. <gasps> it's a neon the sign. Prison. The and prison. Like people fist bumping outside. Like, <laughs> Everyone mistakes it for a club, but yeah. it's actually a prison. Yeah. I like that. I would go to that prison probably. I feel like I've been to that prison before because it was probably a club. But that's fine. Uh, anyways, moving on. So that's where Martin is probably going to go to prison. Okay. But at the same time, hopefully he'll get beat up just a little bit. Yes. Well, I shouldn't say that. No one no one deserves to get beat up in prison. But, well, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He tried to hike up AIDS prices. Not AIDS prices, like paying for AIDS, but AIDS medication prices. Okay. Yeah. I'm going down a, a very long and, and dark rabbit hole. Okay, moving on. Moving on to the next segment. Do you know what it is? Without looking? What, yeah. was, what was the second thing I talked about? I know what it is. Do you? Yeah. Then you intro it. The next segment is... What the fuck, Japan? What the fuck, Japan? Hey, nailed it. Um, So this is a fun one. You said you've already seen this, maybe. But as your spirit guide of this episode, let's see if you actually do remember it. Fill me in, honey. I will, honey. So the... Oh, and by the way, that last um, article that we read about Martin, the Martin scrotum, is on NPR, <laughs> in case you're wondering. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, now, this is on nextshark.com, which might be my new favorite website, uh, because I want you to see these pictures of what um, they have dubbed the ninja house. Now, it's not what you think of. It's not a collective house full of ninjas, <laughs> um, which, you know, originally I was a little disappointed um, because that's what I assumed, that it was just a house full of ninjas. But how would you even know? Because you wouldn't be able to see them. You know what I mean? How would yeah, you even... You're thinking about the right thing. I am. I'm thinking outside of the ninja box. If there is even a ninja in there. Anyways, moving on. It's more that the way that you get around this house, it was built specifically so that you have to do ninja-like activities to get into each room. So there are ladders everywhere. I wish you could see pictures of it. I'll try to post some pictures There's on There's kind of like little like um, pieces of wood which you have to kind of like balance over. Like, you yeah. have to kind of, like... Yeah, and there's, like, it. it's basically... So, it's a... Let me describe this. It's a four-story home that was dubbed the Ninja House because it takes some ninja skills to balance your way around the place. Also, we feel like we're getting in better shape these days, was what the la- la- lady leading this house said. Um, yeah, so that's really good. Also, the people who own this house, their names are Tatsumi Tirado and his wife, Hane said that it can get quite quite disorienting because it's basically a four-story home that has cubicles, like cubicle rooms Interesting. that you have to kind of vault yourself into or climb up a ladder to get into or even if you climb up a ladder, then there might be a, like a foot and a half of space that you have to then jump over to get into a room. Got it. Which all I got to say is... Getting from the kitchen to bed would be really frustrating if you're trying to have like I a mean, nice nap. I mean, I would probably just wake up in bed and just stay there. Trapped in my own home. Yep. Or I would f- just like sleepwalk and fall off the edge. That's true. Like I would one hundred percent. You have to get like a glass of accident. water in the night, and you just kind of just you trip and then you're dead. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Like you literally have to be a ninja to it's be able a to. It's a house be... 
for a ninja. For ninjas, but look how beautiful it is. I mean, even though it is like a, a crazy house, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's modern. It's all white, but like it has some rustic touches, which a lot I appreciate. Of plants everywhere. Look at these cool lamps hanging down from the top that kind of look like um. I love it. What do you call those? Like gas lamps. They look really cool. And then this is the actual building from the outside, so it's just kind of like a sliver that you almost wouldn't see unless you knew you where were you were going. For it. Yeah, exactly. I. A ninja. ninja. When were ninjas prevalent? Ninjas? Yeah. That's a good question. Let me see. I like how I'm also being like a little researcher over Thank here you. today. Yeah. When were ninjas around? I'm kind of pissed I missed that whole ninja thing. You know? I know. 15th century. Fuck. Yeah. A long time ago. But the thing is, how do we know that they were ever around? Because they're ninjas. You know what I mean? Okay, this whole thing you're doing, like, with the whole... Like, people saw them on, okay? Like, they didn't... They weren't, like, shadows, okay? Like, they existed. You know what's fun about they ninjas? They died sometimes. Yeah. You know what was fun about ninjas, though, that I never really thought about? They're basically, like, the 007 of the 15th century. Uh, yeah, are they meant to be kind of, like, um, like kind of hitman assassins? Like, they were kind of, like... You get them to do whatever. They were mercenaries. So they would be, like, spies, raiders, arsonists, even terrorists. Are ninjas different to samurais? Like, is Definitely. A, is a ninja, like, stealth, like, splinter cell Oh, honey, yeah. Territory, and oh, then yeah. a samurai is, like... A warrior. Yeah. Oh, honey, yes. Those are two entirely different things. So we're, we're, we're moving from stealth to... To warrior. Yeah. Like, because... Well, because... Okay, so ninjas were around in the 15th century. When were... I'm pretty sure samurais were around a lot earlier. When were samurais invented? That's so funny. What a, what a weird way to say that. Oh, I lied. No, I didn't. It was right around the same time. Uh, the Edo period, so 1600s to 1800s. Okay. But ninjas apparently were a little bit earlier then. But they're they're warriors, so they're more about like uh, upholding honor and protecting like Got the it. you know the culture of Japan and whatnot. Um, whereas ninjas are secret agents, basically. Right. Japanese secret agents. That makes sense. That's hot. I could be a ninja for you. (gasps) I don't see you and hear you ever again. I just dress up as a ninja. That's it. You're still like loud and do everything else. This is making me think about is is Arrested Arrested (laughs) Development. What's the character's name? Uh, Tobias Funke. Tobias. If you guys have seen Arrested Development. Okay, one, if you haven't seen Arrested Development, what you are you doing? watch Arrested Development. Because we, we're re-watching it. We've seen it before. And it's so it, good. It's such a funny show. I'm so glad you started rewatching it with me because I've been in the mood. Like, you know how sometimes you get in the mood to rewatch something and you're just like praying? I forgot how funny it, I forgot how funny it was. Oh, it's so fucking good. But yeah, Tobias Funke. This is when he joins the Blue Man Group or he's trying to join the Blue Man Group, but he's also trying to stalk... Um, What's her name? His wife. His wife. So he's basically like painting himself blue and then trying to like... Blend into surroundings. Like hug a wall, which is also blue. To, and like, so he's blending in with different surroundings. So he can like catch his wife cheating on him. <laughs> it's, so it's, like, it's, it, it's as outrageous as as you think it might be. Absolutely. But it's so unbelievably funny. Arrested Development is one of my favorite shows. Uh, shout out to my cousins who are obsessed with Arrested Development. But anyways, okay, back to the ninja house. So um, we would end up killing ourselves in this house inadvertently. Definitely. Yeah, I think there's one thing we've learned, which is we need a house which is going to make our lives easier. And by easier, I mean as simple as possible. Yeah. Or we will die. Or we will die. Because if if, if I had to jump over... Like, how, how do you get... <laughs> you would die. I would die. Like, I you would... You would never be able to jump. 100% But listen, I, I could do long jumps. She also... I always get long jumping. Wait, so uh, literally the lady of the house said, we never fall. 
Like they've never falled. Well, is fell? she a fucking ninja then? They've never falled. Do you hear me? They never fell. They never fall. Oh my god, my brain is just farting out today. Um, so I guess they're ninjas. I guess that's what they're trying to say is that they are ninjas. Also, okay, so Hiroyuki Shinozaki Architects were the creators of the design. And the Structure House T, which is situated at Convenient Fountain, Tokyo. This is an expensive-ass house. You know it's so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. They have a four-story home in, in Tokyo. Wow. To spend that much money, though, because you know it must have been millions uh, to buy this thing and then build it. To spend that much money on a house that is con- inconvenient to run around in <laughs> is is sort of a weekly idiot thing as yeah. well. Because, like, you must be so irritated. But I guess after they're, like, gone and they pass it on to their, like, children or whatever, it'll be, like, a statement. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Kind of a cool. I get it. I get it. It's kind of cool. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break, a little detour from the podcast to talk about this week's sponsor, which is HelloFresh. So thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring Crash on My Couch. And uh, we're offering everyone in our audience $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code CRASH30. That's C-R-A-S-H-3-0. Yas. Uh, HelloFresh is dope because it's a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. It's super fun to do with your boyfriend, your best friends, have a little glass of wine, make a little meal. They have step-by-step instructions and they take around 30 minutes to do, which makes it easy and quick to make something delicious and healthy. You get the freshest ingredients, and they're measured to the exact quantities needed, so no food waste is is left over, which is nice, because I always go to the grocery store, and I end up buying way too many groceries that I will never use, and I think it's something that said that there's like 30% of groceries that are wasted every time that you go to the grocery store, so 30% of everything you get immediately goes into the garbage, just statistically speaking, so why even deal with that, you know? Get your ingredients hand-picked and perfectly portioned so that you never mess up and it's always there for you, you know? And also, it's delivered to your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box. So that means the environment is going to kiss your beautiful face for being so sweet to it and, and taking care of it. So yeah, if you're wondering what kind of meals you can get, this is the kind of high-class deliciousness that you could be involved in. Balsamic steak with red cabbage and potato wedges. Oh, hell yeah. Courgette parmigiana with insalata caprese and focaccia. Um, okay. Or roasted salmon with garlicky tomatoes and crushed potatoes. Sign me the F up. I'm so here for it. Um, and I think you should be too. Also, it's great because if you're a vegetarian like I am, you can opt out of any of the meat portions, which is great. You can get a classic box, a veggie box, or a family box. Uh, you can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people. And new recipes are created every week. One of my favorite things that I've ever eaten from HelloFresh was the one-pot tortelloni with Parmesan breadcrumbs and kale. It was so delicious, and I remember it was a really cold day. I just wanted something warm and carby and cheesy, and it was just the perfect combination of all of those things. And it was also on the veggie menu, which is the best part. Um, And I would say that it kind of made Will rethink his meat-eating habits because he did enjoy... A little bit of that veggie pasta, and I think he would have made the switch just on that pasta alone, to be honest. Also, it has some kale in it, which is great. Had a little health benefit to it. Um, and, and that's one thing I really like about HelloFresh. You get to have the things that are delicious, like pasta, and they throw in something like kale that's a little bit healthier, so you don't feel 
you know, you're never going too crazy. But it is such a delicious recipe, and you should definitely look it up if you haven't seen it already. So yeah, once again, thanks to HelloFresh.com for supporting Crash on My Couch. You can receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code CRASH30. That's C-R-A-S-H-3-0. Remember, go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code CRASH30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Thanks, HelloFresh. All right, next up we have uh, another segment, which I thought would be really interesting for everyone involved that has to deal with allergies, but also William in particular, because I'm about to reveal why he has such an asthmatic life. Uh, Let's do it. And we're going to be talking about it in... Go Science! Go Science! Go Go Science! Um, So this is on LiveScience.com, and the title of this is... Season of birth genetically linked to allergy risk. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting to me. Tell me more. Well. I'm stroking my chin. Mm. Okay, so the thing that intrigued me about this was because that you fit into this really well. Just in the first paragraph. Let me read the first paragraph and okay. I'll be like, okay. Okay. People born in the fall and winter seem to have an increased risk of certain allergic diseases such as asthma, studies have shown, and now scientists may have found a reason why. Tell me. So literally, they called you out so hard. People born in fall and winter have an increased risk of asthma. You. You. Yeah, um, but asthma is not the prevalent thing in my life. The hay fever is the problem. Yeah, well, they also talk about hay fever in this, let me tell you. Does it go through all the other months? Um, it doesn't really go, it doesn't, like, break it down. So it's just full winter, you're fucked. Basically, yeah. Oddly enough, it's like if you're born in winter and fall, it, you just have, like, a higher risk for allergies, which is weird. That is strange. I know. Um, Do you ba- think it's because, like, you're, when you're born in, like, like, if you're born in, like, the summer or the spring, you're born already around those allergens, so, like, you're, you're growing up. For those first couple of weeks. Getting acclimated. Getting to acclimated to them. But then if you're a baby and then you're kind of in the full winter, you're just hit with these fucking things. And you're like... What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's part of it. They also said... Well, I can tell you because the article is sort of about that. Lay it on me. So, basically, the clinical implications are that if we understood what the environmental factor was that was varying by seasons, then it potentially could be modifiable to reduce allergy risk in children. Right. So, like, for example... They don't really know what the factor is yet, but if the factor had something to do with sunlight exposure, um, altering pregnant women's vitamin D levels, then could maybe help avoid allergies. Cool. So, like, you know, if your mom was pregnant in the in the summertime yeah. and got more vitamin D and then gave birth and was kind of in, like, the last two months of pivotal kind of, like, growth, because she would have been, like, what? It would have been September, October, November, December yeah. when she was, like, really developing you. Yes. Um, she wouldn't have had that much sunlight. So Weird. it could have been sunlight that was... That's interesting. You know what I mean? It could have been something like that that was really There's important. probably so many factors to think about. I never thought about that. I know. But they did this specifically in England. So that's why I thought it was even more interesting. In the study, the researchers looked at 367 people who were born on the Isle of Wight, an island in the English Channel, between 1989 and 1990. The researchers checked if the people had hay fever, asthma, or eczema when they were 1, 4, 10, and 18 years old, and also looked at the subject's genetic data to estimate their genetic susceptibility to developing these diseases. Um, So they said there were, like, markers on their DNA that would show that they were more susceptible to things like eczema or whatever. Wow. So they they could actually find them. Um, So, for instance, more, more likely you were to be diagnosed with eczema 
if you were born in the fall than if you were born in the spring. Well, I had eczema when I was younger. Really bad eczema. Boom. I had really bad eczema. I had um, asthma, which didn't start for a couple of years. And then I've had a hay fever probably around the same time. Yeah. You're just riddled. If we had known. I'm riddled. I, I have so many problems. I know. It's rough. And then also they, they went on to say, it might sound like a horoscope by the seasons, but now we have scientific evidence for how that horoscope could work. So it's it's like factual that if you're born in certain times of the year, you're more likely to have allergies. Which is funny because I was born in May. And as you know, I don't really have allergies. Yeah, you got real lucky. I got real lucky. But then I was thinking about it and then Sam, my brother... I don't think he really has... He has a dairy allergy, but he doesn't really have that many other allergies. When was he born? He was born in January. January. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, because season of birth influences so many things, the epigenetic markers, yeah. the things that you can tell if someone's going to be like susceptible to eczema or whatever when you take a look at their genetics, um, discovered in this study could also potentially be the mechanism for other seasonally influenced diseases and traits, not just aller- allergy risks. Got it. So, like, it could be... For instance, the season of birth is linked to a person's height, or if that person has schizophrenia, it can be like determined, maybe not specifically by the month that they're born, but it can be that there are patterns where someone who is born in January might be more likely to have schizophrenic episodes um, or have but worse allergies or whatever. So it's getting interesting because it might become a thing where people only want to get pregnant or give birth in certain seasons. It might make, like, this whole wave of kind of, like, birth, what would you call that, um, tourism, where you would go to, like, a different country I that's see. warmer, like, if you wanted to have a baby that was healthier. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, they, I mean, you know, these are all interesting things. So, I mean, so many people, you know, no one really plans when they're going to get pre- I mean, obviously people plan when they're going to get pregnant, but a lot of people, it just happens. And yeah. then... You don't really think about, oh, it's in January or, like, whatever. But now it's interesting because this could influence how people deal with pregnancies. Wow. I know. How do you feel? It is interesting because it does make sense when you think about it. Like, you know, if you were born in in that month or a specific month or time of the year, based on just the weather alone and the climate, that must have a huge impact on... Just everything, really, when you mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah, it's really interesting. Thanks for that little piece of information. I know, right? I was like, I felt really scientific when I was going through it. <laughs> I was reading it before you came came home, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a really fun one. Because I was thinking about it, and I was like, I wonder also if this could determine like depressive episodes. Mm. Like Because I was born in springtime, and I spent most of my like formative years or like months where you're first kind of like learning about the world in sunshine that's interesting i wonder if that's why i'm less prone to be a, that's why i say spunky and bright so spunky maybe that's what, i'm not to say that people born in may can't be depressed <laughs> but like you know it's interesting that that could maybe be because yeah, even your mom is like a really bright person yeah so then it makes me think even further i know everyone makes fun of horoscopes and like stereotyping people based on their birth month but maybe there's like part of this that can be partially it true. It actually makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Listen, I am not holding the validity to like a star chart or anything. I'm just saying it might be interesting that that not like a horoscope of the of astrology, but a horoscope of your genetics could nice. be something. Got it. No, I like that. Yeah. If you had to be like, if you had to like have a horoscope for your birth month though, that was based on your genetics, what do you think your horoscope would be? <laughs> if you were born in February. 
We know asthma is in your future. <laughs> and eczema. Yeah, yeah. Every allergy. <laughs> you're just going to have a bunch of problems in your future. Yeah, <laughs> so problems gonna, that you can't You're going to struggle. <laughs> you're literally just going to struggle. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, I guess mine would be I'm gonna have a great crop. Yeah, you just feel like you're gonna, you're just gonna be bright and sunny. You're gonna, you're gonna be, you have a, a ray of sunshine <laughs> casting down at all times. I'm gonna be so happy all the time. <laughs> Maybe that's also why I'm like I'm more um, worried about being like a little worker bee all the time because I was born in May when you would be harvesting crops or something. Bitch, you're going into it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, you know. Uh, yeah. Something like that. I appreciate it. Right? Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've, we've talked about some interesting stuff, you know? Sorry, this episode's a little bit shorter than normal, guys. I've got a jet. And you got a jet? I got, I got a jet. Um, hopefully next week we'll be back with a bit of a longer episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for now, I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, everyone say good luck to Will and all this casting stuff. Good luck, Will. Yay, thanks, everyone. Yay. And um, we will see you all next week. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. Crash on My Couch would not be Crash on My Couch without the help of these wonderful people. Mm-hmm. A special thanks to executive producer Tim Street, my manager Byron Ashley, producer Emma Kukuchi, and our editor Jason Perrier, and for production assistance from Alan Ortega. Thank you guys.